you come over a little? And we are live. And yes, Jenny Hoops is here live. We're getting a couple of comments right out of the gate. All in on high school sports. Jennifer Valenti, Kurt Valenti. Good evening. How are you? I'm doing well. I've been doing better, but I'm getting my voice back. I'm going to try to take it easy tonight so I don't overspeak. Yeah, I'll take I'll take over it. Uh, a couple <laughs> comments right out of the gate. Uh, where is Jenny Hoops from Mr. Sis? Here's Jenny Hoops. Hello, Mr. Sis. Thanks for watching. Mr. Kirkpatrick, good evening all. Welcome to the greatest high school sports show on earth. Um, Eddie Sis, without her, there is no show. <laughs> Mr. Kirkpatrick, happy belated birthday, Mr. Valenti. Oh, so he's giving me a happy thanks. birthday. Thanks, we do give his birthday. Yesterday was his birthday, and tonight, today is my father's birthday, so shout out to my father for one of our biggest fans. Watches, yes, back to, watches on the slide. Happy sometimes birthday, Mr. Day. M. Back-to-back -back <laughs> birthdays. Uh Kenny's saying, hope you're feeling better. Hoops. Thank you. Um, Sis is saying yes to something. Jay Longo. Hey, guys. Hope all is well. Happy birthday, Kurt. Thank you, Coach Longo. Appreciate Hello, Coach it. Longo. I loved Coach Longo's videos, by the way, From last Nashville. week. Nashville. They were awesome. The, mic, the guy with the <laughs> dancing with Michael the Michael Jackson. Jackson. That I mean, that could be our commercial right now. Uh, Kenny's saying, Kurt, you need to give me more notice, and I would have helped out. Oh. Now I'm Dr. Valenti to Kenny. <laughs> I'm actually losing a little voice. I'm a little worried right now here. Oh, I hope but no, 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 no. Just water not. it down. Water it down. <laughs> so, um, listen. Huge weekend last week. Um, you know, sectional championships won. Non-parochial semifinals. But the, the public schools, uh, some great games. We went over it last week. We were watching them in the... Uh, the little cave, what do I call it? The Sports control, room. you know. <laughs> Command center. Eddie Sis gives saying, Mr. M, happy birthday. Thank you, Sis. Um, but, hey, excellent games. Now we move on. There's a couple games that will be in Rutgers next week, but there's a big slate at MetLife. We will pick that later on. We have a guest picker. Uh, made his picks ready for tonight, Mr. Joey Clams. Yep. Mr. Beelan will be joining us later on. And um, what do we got for tonight for the show? We got a... Uh... A great, another great show tonight. We're going to be joined by um, head football coach at Cedar Grove, Rob Gargerty. He'll be our first guest. After that, we'll check in with the Jefferson Township football coach, Jerry Venturino. And our last guest of the evening before we do our picks will be the Don Bosco football coach, Dan Sabella, who I'm hoping will make it. We were uh, you know, going back and forth today. Um, I'm sure he's very busy in his preparations for his his next his non-public A finals. But, um, yeah, he, he doesn't yeah. have a big game this week. <laughs> Nothing so, going uh, on. Hopefully where we last left it, he'll be able to join you us. You know what? So. Two six seeds tonight. Two six oh, seeds, Jefferson and Bosco, and, and Bosco. a two with yeah. um. So we're not going chalk tonight. We're not no, going chalk. No, not at all. Our first guest is here and ready yeah. to go. So I'm going to bring in Coach Gogarty right now. We'll let him get all situated for us, then I'll officially introduce him to our audience. Okay. Hey, Coach, how are you? 
Good, guys. How are you? Good. Thanks so much for joining us. Can you hear us okay? Yes. Thanks for having me. No problem. I, I apologize about my voice. I'm just recovering from laryngitis, so please forgive me if I'm a little hard oh to understand. <laughs> and allow me to introduce oh, you. Uh, <laughs> allow me to introduce you to our audience. We're joined by Coach Rob Gargerty of Cedar Grove uh, Football. Coach has been at Cedar Grove since 2016. His current record is 11 and one, and they just were recently crowned the North Two Group One Sectional Champions. They are slated to play the North One Group One Champs Park at MetLife on Friday at 1 p.m. for the Group 1 Regional Championship. Coach, thanks again, and more importantly, congratulations on your sectional title. Thanks, guys. I'm really excited to be here. You know, it's been a great year so far. Awesome. Can we start by having you give us a little recap of your run to the North 2 Group 1 sectional title? Yeah, you know, I'm going to go back from the beginning because we had an interesting start to the year. We actually went to Florida um, for our opening game back on Labor Day weekend. You know, it, it was a trip we had planned um, pre-COVID, which got postponed. And, you know, I kind of we kind of make a joke of it. It all started there. You know, it was postponed this year. And actually, the hurricane hit. Our flight got canceled that Wednesday night. We were supposed to leave from that hurricane. Um, we wanted to jump in on a flight Friday morning, morning of the game. We landed at 1.30 in Disney um, at 7 o'clock that night. Um, it's kind of a wild story of oh a wild story of kind of where the season started, um, you know, and, and the kids battled hard that day. We got a win, and we kind of went rolling from there, you know. Um, you know, we lost to Caldwell throughout the year. It was a really good football team. Um, got, got back on track, you know, um, with that boot and win. Um, and then, you know, I think our goal is always to to start playing hot towards the end of the year, you know, once those playoffs hit, um, where we play Preskill, you know, booting again, which is always a tough team to beat twice in one year, um, probably put our best game together, um, you know, which shocked me a little bit in that first half. Um, and, and and we finished it off on Friday night against Mount, against Mountain Lakes. Nice, very nice. couple comments from our good friend Kenny Kirkpatrick. Congrats coach on the sectional title and best of luck in MetLife and Johnny Beeland, coach Gargity, my guy, big win <laughs> this week. Congrats on all the success this year. So coach, my first question is we watched the, um, the mountain Lake Cedar Grove game. And I got to tell you, coach, your offense is so fun to watch. You know, you guys go fast pace, you know, you're a little of everything. I'm an offensive guy. So I loved it. And, uh, you know, awesome two point play call when you guys were down the seven, nine, you go for two, you roll them out, right. He throws it back for two, but, um, your offense just so fun. Can you talk about your offense a little bit? Yeah, you know, it, it, it's it's funny. I'm a quarterback here. I was a graduate of Cedar Grove. We ran the wing tee back then, you know. So, you know, I was under center a lot. You know, my my junior, senior year, we started, to, you know, you know, doing this thing called shotgun, you know, you know and, 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 and kind of throwing it a little bit, you know. And I'm, you know, you know, I call myself the biggest cheater in the world, you know. So, like, you know, I see things, I take them, um, you know. And a few years back, I wanted to, you know, create some more excitement here. You know, I wanted more kids to play football. I wanted to, you know – do different things on offense. So we, you know, went, you know, I kind of, you know, created, you know, some of my own terminology, how I'm going to play fast, but kind of keeping my philosophies, you know, I kind of like to fling the ball around, throw it around, you know, and, you know, I needed my players and, you know, sometimes my, you know, sometimes my father remind me to run the ball a little bit, you know, more, which, you know, it talks about, you know, talk about that mountain, you know, like that mountain lakes game, you know, they, they kind of showed us something we haven't seen all year from them, you know, on film, they're blitzing a ton of guys, you know, and in that first half, 
they really dropped eight. And, you know, you know, I kind of sat there at halftime and said, you know what, we got to, you know, go back to the drawing board and come right at him a little bit. A couple comments from Dr. John Taylor, AD at Irvington, the sectional champion, oh, Irvington. <laughs> there it is. And he's saying, uh, there's my guy. Congratulations, Rob. Really happy for you, my friend. Make sure the sectional trophy is in a good spot by the, it says, Pally's Torts Memory ah, Memorial Girls Volleyball <laughs> Trophy. Yeah. And uh, there's Beelan with his wing tee, a.k.a. Windows 95 or works, Kurt, LOL. Um, <laughs> Kurt kind of reminds me of us, Kurt, installing five wide at the junior level at Elmwood Park. But uh, <laughs> go ahead, Jen. I'm sorry. Well, I was going to say, Coach, the wing tee has been a hot topic on this show for the past couple of weeks. So it's funny that you mention it. <laughs> You know, and, and, and I'm not going to throw it under the bus because we have a lot of wing tee principles still. You know, it's just, you know, we do it in a different way, you know, a little bit up 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 tempo and stuff like that. But a lot of our blocking schemes are are, are still that gap down blocking and pulling, you know. Uh, real quick, uh, our great friend, Coach Bear. Coach, uh, by, uh, you say it right. Bayera. Coach Bayera. Coach Bear from Coach. Ramsey. <laughs> Had some great games with Coach Gagarty. Best of luck. So, oh, very nice. Very thank nice. you for checking in, Coach. Coach, would you mind highlighting some of your players that have had an impact for you this season? Yeah, you know, you know, I got to start with my seniors. You know, Patch McCarthy kind of leads the way for us. You know, he's a middle linebacker, fullback. You know, um, broke broke all our records here this year, tackle wise. You know, um, just just a you know hard nose, one of the toughest kids I've ever coached. You know, he kind of refuses to lose. Uh, Mike Marinelli, you know, you know, you know, he has about 65, 70 catches on the year. Um, you know, he's like a Swiss Army knife. You know, played a lot of running back last year, and now we're, you know, getting the ball in space. You know, it's kind of, you know, how I want to play offense. He's like that perfect guy for it. Nick Coletta, you know, pound for pound, you know, he's this, you know, not, you know, wrestler type of kid. One, you know, 145, but another tough-nosed kid. You know, strong safety running back. Um, you know, we have, you know, seniors on the front. Um, you know, up front for us, you know, quarterback Alfonso Lombardi, you know, uh, moved here last December, you know, has been a nice, you know, addition to our offense. Um, Nick Cristiano, Matt, and Matt Duarte, our senior linemen both ways, you know. And you know what, you know, I always, you know, kind of say this, you know, towards this time of year, we, we want our underclassmen to kind of play above their heads, you know. We want our juniors to play like seniors, you know, guys like Mike Willis, James Canarelli, Denim Ingles, you know. Those are juniors who, you know, kind of – we're steady, you know, all year long who are playing out of their minds kind of right now and playing like, like, like seniors. Uh, coach, you know, I mentioned we were just talking about your offense, but they always say defense wins championships, right? And your last two games, seven points and seven points. So, um, hey, when your defense comes to play, you're, you know, like they, they always say, your def you know, defense travels and uh, you're a championship contender if you play defense. So can you talk about your defense, particularly the last two uh, playoff games? Yeah, I got to give my, 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 my coaching staff a ton of credit. You know, we've, you know, changed things this year. You know, um, playing a lot of young kids on the December, uh, on that side of the ball too. I think on Friday night we had seven and eight underclassmen playing out there. Um, which 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 is huge, you know. The schemes are great, um, you know, and and we're feeling the way, you know. We've been really really good, 
you know, all year long, you know, I go back to the Caldwell game. It was 10-7 at halftime. The defense was playing great, you know. And me as an offensive guy, I'm, you know, kind of learning, you know, a little bit, you know, look, Rob, don't turn the ball over here, you know. <laughs> you know, let them, you know, try to win the game for us, you know. And, that, you know, and that's been a little bit of our philosophy going in, you know, this playoff run, you know, take Friday out of there, you know. If I go back to the Caldwell game, we haven't really turned the ball over. Our defense has been playing really, really well. I, you know, I give that you know ton of credit to obviously the players, but the, the coaching staff has done a great job putting our guys in those positions to kind of make plays. And they've been, you know, talk about defense wins championships. They definitely won it on Friday night. Uh, Dr. John saying, Jen and Kurt, not sure if you know this, but Rob is also the Cedar Grove AD. Does an amazing job filling in both roles as head coach and AD. Really respected in Essex County. Very nice. I know you have a, a lot of roles there, Coach. Uh, you know. <laughs> uh, coach, you know, now you're preparing for the North One Regional Final against a very talented Park Ridge team. So what do you think of this matchup coming up? You know, they're they're a really good football team and they've, you know, had a lot of success the past three or four years. You know, they've they've been in this position, they've been in this game, um, they kind of know what to expect too. You know, we've you know, I was worried yesterday and today, you know, how our mindset was gonna be, what our practice was were gonna look like, you know, the temperatures changing, winter sports are starting, you know, because we have a ton of multi-sport kids, you know, basketball players, wrestlers, you know. So I was, you know, kind of worried what, what Monday, Tuesday were gonna be look uh, look like. But I gotta, you know, tell you, we walked off the field, you know, a few hours ago and you know, kids are locked in, you know, it's like they're 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 still hungry and that's the mentality we're kinda of taking. We're preparing the same way we did last week, you know, the same day uh the same way we did the week before we're going about it the same business so we're you know obviously preparing for a really really good football team that does a lot of good things they you know they're they're, they're big up front you know they got a really good back you know but we're more worried about us i think if we can you know you know put our you know schemes together and you know do a good job i think we'll be right there Nice. So, uh, like Jen said uh, before, Friday you guys kick it off in MetLife. What's it going to be? Would you say? Um, you know, I never played. I coached in MetLife, but I was never. We never were able to play when we were playing high school. Playing MetLife Stadium. So, what do you think it's like for the kids and for you all? You guys also coaching, but more for the kids being able to play in MetLife Stadium. I think program wise, it's huge. I, you know, I say a lot about this win was a you know a program win. It was guys who came so close the past few years, and you know, just just didn't, you know, get, get, get this opportunity. And I could tell you, you know, just by being at practice, it's what the kids are talking about. I've been lucky enough to coach there as an assistant coach, you know, a few times and, and, you know, there's, there's, there's no better feeling of, you know, being in that locker room, you know, even pulling up the bus, you know, to the stadium and getting off, it's just on a different level, you know, of kind of excitement. And, you know, I think, it, you know, you know, what's good about it. I think it brings the best out of, you know, the kids, the players, the coaches too. Nice. Very nice. Coach, we'll roll on to our next segment, which we call rapid fire. So it's some more like quick paced, fun questions for you. Kurt's going to start it off. All right, coach. We are, we were big fans of uh bogey hoagies. I don't know if you know the place in Hawthorne, and it shut it shut down, right? So that was our one of our best delis. So we need from you, give me. It could be. It doesn't have to be in the Cedar Grove area. Give me one of the best delis in New Jersey, in your opinion. Best delis. I gotta go. Cedar Grove deli is up there. Obviously, I'm not gonna stay in town. I'm a Cedar Grove person too. So, <laughs> so I gotta say, uh, Cedar Grove deli on the north end side of town. We used to have Deli Place Plus. It just changed owners, but 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 that was a staple of mine growing up as as 
as a kid, my grandmother used to take me there all the time, you know, um, you know, there's, it's old Italian deli there, you know, so those two, I got to stick with Deli Place Plus and Cedar Grove Deli in the middle of town. All right. Nice. We can, we're not far. Yeah. We oh, can no, check, no, we're not checking far those off. out. Absolutely. <laughs> we're going to stay on the food topic, coach. If you're going to have like a, a cheat type meal, are you preferring McDonald's, Burger King, Wendy's or Chick-fil-A? Uh, my coaches are going to kill me if I don't say McDonald's because I've been having it every Tuesday the past few weeks for, for lunch. <laughs> I stopped there today too. <laughs> Very nice. nice. All right. So you're a Cedar Grove grad, right? Yes. All right. So Cedar Grove grad, head football coach, AD. So you can't fail this next question. Do you know at least one lyric from either the alma mater or the fight song of Cedar Grove? Do we have one? I don't, I don't know. I, do you guys oh, have trick one? Trick question, trick question. I don't think we have one. <laughs> all right, so you're lucky because I was going to ask you to sing that one. But, all right, so I know this answer probably. Um, you're down seven. You score late under 30 seconds. More than likely, you think you're going to go for one or go for two? I'm going to go for two. Go. We know he was going. We know. He's an offensive guy. Exactly. <laughs> Coach, uh, you grew up in Cedar Grove, as you said. Um, I'm a West Essex area girl as well. I grew up in North Caldwell, went to West Essex. So I'm just curious, as both a player and as a coach, who would you say your biggest rivalry is with? Uh, it's I got to say Verona. It's definitely Verona. You know, you know, you know. It's as a player and definitely as a coach too. You know, I've been in, involved in both ways for a long time. Nice. And my last one, coach. Who's your favorite NFL football team? The New England Patriots. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Tom Brady and Bill Belichick fan. <laughs> Let me ask you, is Mac, is Mac Jones the real deal and he's locked in for the next 12 to 15 years? I think so. I think he's in a good spot as long as those, as long as that coaching staff stays put for, for a little while. Okay. All right, Coach, my last question for you. I want to make sure I have my facts right on this one. You played basketball at UMBC, is that correct? Yes. All right. I went to UVA. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we we joke around that your team is kind of like Kurt's dream football team. You know, the fast-paced offense, the uh, you know stingy defense, as defense wins championships. So my question for you, we're going to kind of meld your UMBC and your coaching. <laughs> what do you think of Tony Bennett as a basketball coach? <laughs> Very good coach. I'm not. You, you know what? I I was four years uh, head head basketball coach here. So, you know, I've won games 35-30, you, you, know, <laughs> you know, like, you know, at the, at the basketball level, I like it. You know, nowadays I'll probably shoot 100 threes a game, you know, <laughs> you know I'm going to run up and down. But Tony Bennett's one of the best coaches in the country. I still follow. I still watch a lot. Coach, I got to say, though, your boys made my day. I'll never forget. We were at Applebee's. We didn't even want, we were like, we're going to go out. It's a one verse 16. And we're just sitting there and it's like, you know, up eight. Yeah. up 10 and you were like she's getting a little nervous i'm a little <laughs> nervous but then it was like wow what once that happened i always got you know we always yeah. got umbc so we bust yeah. chops a lot with us on the map a little bit too you know yeah. absolutely it was a lot easier now i tell people umbc they're like oh yeah <laughs> um dr john saying rob didn't new kids on the block film a music video at your school maybe step by step should be your fight song so <laughs> Oh, that's great. Dr. John, always with the good comments. That's it. <laughs> Coach Gogarty, thank you so much for your time tonight. We really appreciate it. We know you're, you know, in the midst of prepping for, you know, a really big game. So we appreciate you taking the time to join us. This was fun, guys. I appreciate it. Thank you, Coach. Good luck and this good week. good luck. 
Thank you, guys. Have a good Thanksgiving. You, you too. too. Happy Thanksgiving. All right, Coach Gagarty from Cedar Grove. Giving Tony Bennett props, yeah. recognizing. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I'm sorry, his, that, his, that offense is so much fun to watch. I love that. You know, up pace, no yeah, huddle. I know you do. You know, and um, <laughs> hey, you know what? We, we were asking the question about go for one for two. He did it early in the game. Yeah. They were down 7 nothing. Boom, great, they scored. They no tie, yeah. right to the 8-7. You know what? And it, it threw the momentum up, you know, with them. Right. Right, and, um, absolutely. And their, but their defense, you know, their defense came to play, and um, that's going to be a great one, 1 o'clock on uh, Friday. All right, we have our next guest ready to roll. I'll let uh, Coach Vent Venturino in, Jefferson Township head football coach. We'll just give him a moment to get adjusted as well. Hey, Coach, how you doing? Good, how are you? Good. Thank you for joining us. I'm going to officially introduce you to our, our audience. We are joined by, and am I saying your last name correctly, Coach Coach Jerry Venturino? You got it. All right. From uh, Jefferson Township High School. He's been the head coach at Jefferson since 2016. This is his sixth year at the helm. His Falcons are currently 7-5, and five, and they just won the North 2 Group 2 sectional title. They're slated to play Caldwell for the Group 2 Regional Championship this Saturday at 11 a.m. at MetLife. Congratulations, Coach, as well. Thank you very much. Uh, Coach, your team has won its last five games, three coming in the state tournament. You had to beat the three seed, you had to beat the two seed, and then you had to beat the one seed and route to your sectional title. Can you give us a brief recap of your state tournament run? Yeah, I mean, um, it was a challenging one for sure uh, to be on the road for all three of those games, to go to Hawthorne, a uh, very talented um, senior-heavy team. Um, that game, you know, came down to the very end for us. Um, then we traveled not too far distance to uh, Newton High School, um, who was a very talented team. You know, they were 10 to 0 at the moment, at the time. Um, so that that was a it was a great win for our program. And uh, you know, as you know, most recently, you know, we just went over to uh, Rutherford this past weekend and played very talented uh, a team. You know, in, in the Bulldogs, and uh, we were fortunate enough to get the win. Yeah, Coach, again, like Jen said, thank you so much. Congratulations on your sectional championship. And uh, just like you said, I mean, you guys might have, out of all these teams, like you might have, have, you might be having the best, you know, run where you're knocking off like the three, the one, the two. And, um, you know, it's impressive. And my first question is, you know, you guys came in as the six seed. Did you guys view yourselves as like underdogs or did you, again, you guys have a, such a tough schedule where every week, I mean, you're, you know, you're, you're playing teams that are all playoff teams, but um, did you guys view yourselves and use that as a little like, Hey, we're only, we're a six seed, but we're better than our seeding going through this playoff run. Yeah. I mean, listen, we, we, we are what we were, right. They, Bill Parcell says you are what your record says you are. And um, we were fortunate enough to turn around there mid, you know, really three quarters of the way through the season um, and we were kind of in a uh, winner go home situation, you know, week eight of our regular season. Um, so, listen, we were happy to get in. Um, and we knew once you get in, guys, at this point, everybody's zero and zero. So, yeah, we, we have been playing an underdog story. Um, you know, we have been, you know, not heavily favored or picked really in any of our games. But, you know, yeah, of course, we use that a little bit with our kids to, to motivate them. Um, they buy into it and uh, they've executed on game day and done everything we've asked them to do. Uh, Kenny Kirkpatrick, our great friend from Maryland, saying welcome, Coach, and congratulations on the sectional championship. Thank awesome. you. Thank you. Uh, Coach, would you highlight some of your players that have had an impact for you this season? Yeah, listen, I mean, I can go through a whole laundry list of them, right? I mean, when you're at this point and you're practicing out in, uh, you know, 32-degree weather, you know, <laughs> late November, you know, I think everybody has a major impact. But, 
you know, really, you know, it starts with your senior group, you know, your senior class. And, you know, you just got to give credit to everybody in that locker room for starting the season off at one and four, you know, and high school, you know, they're, they're mental right at that point, really, even for our coaching staff, got to give credit to those guys to just keep us, you know, on the straight and narrow and just, you know, keep pounding away and grinding and being able to turn it around and get into the playoffs to make a run like we have been. Now, listen, it's been a full team effort, you know, to pick anybody out individually. I don't think it would be fair to say because uh, really it's been, it's been everybody, including our scout team. You know, we, we, we buy into all that type of stuff. So, you know, full team effort from coaching staff down, you know, to even the sophomores, uh, it's been an incredible run for us. So, Coach, it's 28-7 late in the game, clock's ticking down. Uh, you guys win the sectional championship. Can you just tell us what that would, you know, the feeling like you as, you know, you as the head coach, but the team, the school, the community, what was that feeling like when you won that game? And then after that day, then you guys get back to school, obviously on Monday. Yeah. I mean, um, at the moment when it happens, it really like just takes you to a place that you can't really explain, um, you know, unless you've experienced it. I was fortunate enough to experience it as a player in high school. So I kind of knew how it was from a playing player standpoint. So, you know, thought it was very important to give these kids that opportunity to experience it themselves. And we just kind of kept telling them all week, there will be no better feeling. And I say all the time, you know, it's, it's, it's the birth of your children, your wedding day and winning a high school football game are the three best moments in your life. Um, And I told them right now, this is it. This is the pinnacle and uh, the emotions that you're going to have you know, after this game is going to be through the roof. And, you know, all week we talked about how November 20th, 2021 was going to be attached to all of us for the rest of our lives, whether good or bad. Um, And and yeah, I mean, even as a coach, um, just to see the players and their happiness um, and their joy and something they're never going to forget for the rest of their lives. You take a moment to look around and see the crowd, the stands, the student body, the parents, um, and even my own family, I mean, you know, a coach's family goes through it just as much as the coach does itself. You know, they're always the ones, you know, there to support you all the way through. And um, I'm glad they've come along for the ride. I got two little boys, um, Zach and Luke. So, you know, they were able to experience it too and come out in the field with us and take pictures. And my wife, Stephanie, is uh, is my rock, is my best friend who kind of just you know, it was there for, for me all the time to kind of keep my head on straight, you know, when you go through the ups and downs of the football season. Uh, Coach, we got a comment from our good friend John Bielan saying, Jefferson got some up-and-comers. My brother-in-law's nephews, the Consiglios, are going to be nasty in the future for Coach uh, Venturino. <laughs> yeah, listen, I, I know the Consiglios well. Um, <laughs> you know, very good, talented players. Um, we do. We got, a, we got a lot of talented kids. You know that come through Jefferson. You know the main goal, as as many public schools would say, is to to keep those kids, you know, in your town. Um, you know, and just like like most, you know, you see some of your your players go to other schools, and that frustrates you a little bit. But um, listen, you know, you, you worry about those who come to your own program, and you coach those kids up, and um, you know, you hope something like this can kind of keep your kids here because you know we definitely do have the talent coming through the pipeline at Jefferson. Uh, Coach Cicilliano saying, excellent, congratulations, Coach. Yeah, thank you. Coach, what do you think your success is, your keys to success will need to be to uh, get a win against Caldwell? Um, I know it's kind of cliche, but we stress being fundamentally sound. Um, they are a very talented team. There's, you know, they're 11-0 for a reason, and they're playing at MetLife uh, for, a, for a very good reason. They're big, they're physical. They're fast. Uh, they're athletic in the spots they need to be. 
I'm on offense, it's very balanced, you know, from run to pass. Um, if you're not fundamentally sound, you're you're going to have trouble playing a team like Caldwell or really anybody in the playoffs. Um, you know, so we stress fundamentals. Uh, we stress executing, you know, the game plan, buying into it and doing your job. Coach, my last one for you is, uh, can you talk a little bit about your coaching staff? Sure. Um, you know, it starts with uh, our defensive coordinator, Bill Stager. Um, he's been a Jefferson grad and alum for a long time. He's been coaching and teaching at Jefferson for a long time. So he, he's been there. He was a defense coordinator back on the 2008 state championship team as well. Um, him and uh, coach John Whitehead, who came on new this year as well. He's a former head coach from Primus Catholic. Those guys take care of the defense and have really done a phenomenal job. Um, on the offensive side, I've got guys like Keith Runney as my offensive coordinator and Andrew Scalone as the offensive line coach. Those two guys do a phenomenal job at the offense um, and coming up with the game plans every week. Um, you know, I got, you know, I got other coaches, you know, even my freshman coaches and, uh, you know, Joe Olean and Scott Byers do a great job with the, with the younger level and getting those guys ready for the, for the next season. And I got a handful of volunteers that are invested in the area. I got a guy in, uh, in, in house and building, uh, Marcus Thompson. Um, so it's great to have a teacher in house help on out with the program. I have a former player of mine, Nick Miller, who's been with me now for four or five years since uh, he's graduated. He's a phenomenal, great young coach. I got a World Series uh, scout from the Atlanta Braves on our staff as well, uh, Alan Sandberg. So he's having a heck of a run. I was right? going to say, my gosh, yeah, yeah. like your good luck charm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. He's got a World Series chance. He's got a high school ring now as well. So he helps out along, you know, with, with the program too. And, uh, you know, between those four guys to help on out, you know, the 10, ten of us, uh, we get along, we work, we grind, and, uh, you know, we get along great with the kids too. It's, it's a good time. Very nice. Coach, we're going to do a little uh, segment we call Rapid Fire for some more uh, quick, fast-paced questions for you. Sure. Coach, biggest win as a coach? I would have to say Saturday, right? (laughs) I mean, um, it's, uh, you know, my first playoff victory as a coach was, you know, this little run here at Hawthorne. You know, you followed up with Newton, you followed up, you know, you know, beating Rutherford for the sectional. Um, You know, each one just kind of kept, you know, Trump and the other. So go with that one. Nice. And I hate to be the downer, but toughest loss. <laughs> toughest loss might have to be a couple of years ago to Sparta, about three, four years ago. Uh, we were real close to, to stealing that game, ended up losing by a score, and that kind of kept us out of the tournament. So I'd probably say off the top of my head, that would be it. All right. Coach, give me one thing you're looking forward to be eating on Thursday for Thanksgiving. <laughs> Wow. I mean, how could you not like turkey with mashed potatoes? I mean, mashed potatoes is probably the best side, right? Very underrated. But, you know, between the potatoes, mashed potatoes, and you got to love your stuffing, I'm a very traditional Thanksgiving type guy. So give me some turkey stuffing and mashed potatoes, and I'm set. Okay, nice. And, Coach, are you a coffee drinker? Believe it or not, I'm not. Okay. I, I just, I, no, coffee and, and me, we don't really get along. Um, <laughs> I'll stick to my water and the occasional Coca-Cola. Um That'll get me through a football season. All right, Coca-Cola. Is it Coke or Pepsi? Coca-Cola. All right. There you go. <laughs> Coca-Cola. And Coach, your favorite NFL football team? New York Football Giants. Not even a question as I, you know, I'm drinking my water out of the cup right here. So, so we don't want to cool. talk about we don't want to talk about last night then, right? We that, nope. never, no, that, nope. that was on the background as I was watching film on Caldwell. Um, <laughs> you know, just watching their film, it's like I don't know which one. <laughs> I don't want to watch more of. They're, they're very talented, but uh, 
Yeah, no, they haven't had the greatest seasons lately, but you got to stay loyal. Loyal to the blue. All right, I got a follow-up question for okay. that. Do you think Jason Garrett is the fall guy for what's been going on today? Listen, it's, it's a team. <laughs> but let's face it, right? You're in football. You kind of know it. it it's, it's a whole atmosphere, whole cultural thing. It comes from everybody. It comes from head coach straight on down. So, I mean, yeah, they'll probably try to find someone to be the fallout guy, but <laughs> let's be honest, right? I mean, it, it's you win together, you lose together. Yep, 100%. All right, Coach, my last one for you is any pregame rituals or superstitions that you have? I tell the kids I'm not superstitious. I'm just a little stitious. Um, but, um, you know, listen, our kids do a pregame, uh, you know, pasta dinner night, right? Uh, pasta parties. They go to uh, a senior's house, all right, each week, you know, Thursday night before the, before a game. For me, um, we sit down with our staff. We kind of go over a little bit of things and just kind of get home. And I, I'm a big family guy. I like to hang out with my kids a little bit, get a chance to watch a little Thursday night football with them. Um, you know, and that, that's kind of really, yeah, I don't have any major rituals or whatnot, but, um, uh, that, that's pretty much it. Just hanging out with the family the night before the game and try to clear the mind a little bit. Dr. Nice. John saying, whoa, mashed potatoes, the best side is a bold statement. <laughs> I think Jen and Kurt should start a 64 side dish bracket. Cream corn <laughs> needs to be a 16 seed. Dr. John is on to something that would have been that's good for the K&K Dr. John's still celebrating first sectional title in 102 (laughs) years he's still on on cloud nine with that one it's awesome and and rightfully so yes sir coach thank you so much for uh, taking up your valuable time and uh, joining us to talk about your team and your season and best of luck to you in the uh, regional championship no I appreciate that and uh, thank you guys for everything you do for high school sports it's great to have people like you just kind of you know, bringing the light out in high school sports and for these kids. So we appreciate that as coaches and players as well. So thank you guys. Have a great Thanksgiving. Thank, thank you, coach. You too. You Good luck. Too. Yeah. Thank you. Bye. Okay. Coach with um, Jefferson, Jefferson, what a run, you know, I'm putting in another, it's okay. The three, the one, you. the two, I mean, I know that's tough, tough, tough yeah. way they're doing yep, it. You absolutely. know, um, we have our, our next guest actually ready as well. Okay. Um, Hi. Right, well, we have uh, we're going to be co- uh, joined by Coach Sabella from Don Bosco. So let me bring him. Should we roll right in? You're yeah, ready to go? I'm ready to go. Right. Yep. One right after another. Of big, course. Big slate tonight. Yes, we are. Love it. And we got our picks coming up. And we do. Yes, we do. So we're letting Coach Sabella get situated, and then I will again officially introduce him. Looks like Coach. Um, I, it looks like you're in. Can you can you hear us? Yes, I can. Okay. We uh we don't see your oh there you are. Awesome. There he goes. Perfect. Hey coach, how you doing? I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? Good. Good, thank you. Allow me to introduce you officially to our audience. We are joined by um, Coach Daniel Sabella of Don Bosco Prep Football. He's been the head coach at Don Bosco since twenty nineteen. This is his third year at the helm. They are currently eight and four, and they will play Bergen Catholic this Saturday at two p.m. at MetLife for the non-public A sectional title. So, Coach Number One, thank you for joining us, and Number Two, congratulations to advancing to the championship game in your section. Uh, thank you for having me. It's great to be here, and and appreciate it. Exciting, real excited about Saturday. Can't wait for two o'clock. Awesome. Can you give us a little uh, recap of your playoff run? Yeah, um, we ended up getting the sixth seed. We opened up at home against Paul the sixth from uh, South Jersey. They came all the way up from Hamilton. We won that game. Uh, we advanced to the quarterfinals where we played the three seed St. Joe's Regional. We played them up there. 
We ended up beating them uh, 31 to seven. And then last weekend in the semifinals, we traveled down to play St. Augustine, who was the number two seed, and we won that game 17 nothing. So the, the the playoffs has have expanded. There's four rounds now, and we've made it through the first three. Coach, like Jen said, uh, congratulations on a great year. And, and we were talking about the schedule. I mean, you guys, it's like the SEC of like high school football. It's it just, it's insane with that schedule. Or you guys have week in and week out. Um, yeah. Oh, I'm no sorry, doubt. Coach. No, no, no doubt about it. And we really think that's one of the reasons we've improved as the years gone on. We, you know, especially our first eight games. When you look at our first eight games, I mean, we played 32 quarters of like competitive cutthroat you know, one possess almost at times one possession either way football. And uh, that, that definitely has a big part of why, the way we've improved and why we're still going here. Yeah. And my, again, like, and again, we watched that game on Friday night. And uh, the thing that stood out was, was your, uh, the physicality of your team, you know, the running the ball, and then also your defense. So um, like you said, you guys are hot now, you know, you're playing St. Joe's, you beat St. Joe's. Now you play the St. Augustine, but the physicality is what stood out. I think when we watched that game on Friday night. So if you could just talk about that a little bit. Yeah. You know, that's something that we pride ourselves in and that that's, you know, we want, we want that to be associated when you say Don Bosco football, we want you to associate a physical blue collar, you know, mentality um, and be able to hang our hat on that. And, and you're right. You know, it, it, it starts in practice. We practice hard. Um, you know, we train hard in the off season and that prepares you to be able to go. I mean, we're going into our 13th game of the season here. These are high school kids. So being able to just hold up physically, right. And still play at that level, I, I think is a real credit to our guys. Uh, Coach Cicillano saying Dan was a great quarterback when I coached at Park Ridge. Good luck this week. Oh, <laughs> thank you. That's pretty cool. Coach, I wanted to kind of get back to your schedule, your regular season schedule. I mean, you guys have, as Kurt was saying, like it's just week after week. Like the like you you said you you've had thirty two quarters of like just really good competition. But I wanted to ask you, and, and out-of-state competition as well, but I wanted to ask you what it's like to like prepare your kids mentally for that type of, you know, week in and week out, you know, and then you head into a state tournament. Like you said, you're ranked six. Like, what's what mentally I would imagine you guys have to be so strong to, uh, you know, week in, week out, have that type of uh, schedule, and also then heading into the state tournament, know that, you know, Yes, we put in the work, and it's going to get us there, but here we are now. We, we're a six seed, but we know we're capable of winning this bracket. What's that like? Yeah, you know, that again, uh, we have our, our kids. Uh, one of the really enjoyable things about coaching at a place like Don Bosco is, is the kids really love football, and they embrace it and everything that goes into it. I mean, we've been we, – our first day of practice was June 21st, all right? So we've been at it for five months. That's, that's a long time, and I'll tell you, they, they, they love it. They love every minute, as does our coaching staff. It's, it's a long journey. There's a lot of peaks and valleys. There's, there's, there's some, there were some dark days throughout. I mean, we were sitting one and three at one point, and, you know, uh, we were, a lot of us, we were doubting a lot of things that were going on, but we, but we stayed the course. And uh, these kids really showed a lot of resiliency, a lot of mental toughness, and a lot of just drive to, to, to turn it around, and here we are. Nice. Coach, can you explain a little bit about the Bergen-Bosco rivalry? Sure. You know, I, I listen, I grew up in Bergen County and, and have always been a big high school sports fan, so I was on the outside for, for a lot of years just 
reading about it and going to some of those games and it's 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 obvious it's been around a long long time and it's it's different when you become a part of it you know what i mean you go to the games and you see the the electricity and the excitement and the intensity of it but now like actually being affiliated with bosco and coaching in those games it's it's a totally different level um it is a serious rivalry both schools have tremendous alumni bases and tradition and just uh you know pride in, in in their program so it's it's intense i mean it is it is every bit and then some of 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 what you read about and what you see coach can you highlight some of your players this season who've had an impact for you on both sides of the ball yeah look our i'll start with our senior captain timmy hinspeeder who's a three-year starter our leading our leading tackler uh he's got like 136 tackles in 12 games and just just a tough physical sideline to sideline, relentless player. Um, you know, a couple other guys on defense. Claudie Robinson is our is one of our senior interior defensive linemen who he's 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 going to Fordham University to play. Uh, Timmy's committed to the Naval Academy. Uh, we got we got a bunch of seniors uh, on defense. A couple guys in the secondary. Our corners, Josh Baskerville and and uh, Nasir Maryland, have played solid football for us this year. Um, and then we've had some some underclassmen play really well as, as as well on that side of the ball. Offensively, we've got some we've got two offensive linemen, Chase Basantes and Chris Moreno, who are three year starters, juniors, just who kind of set the tone for us on offense. Uh, Ronnie Heath's had over twelve hundred yards rushing for us. He's a junior. Our quarterback Nick Minicucci's been getting better every week. Uh, we got a, a a nice core of receivers and tight ends. So. I can go on and on, and I don't want to take up the whole show. We got a lot of guys with <laughs> contributions, you know what I mean? A lot of guys, you don't get this far with, with one or two guys. So we've got a lot of guys who've, who've, really, who've really been role players and, and made contributions along the way. Um, Jim, Lino- Jim Lenoy saying there is nothing like Bosco Bergen. He's also saying the 1983 state championship game is still the best ever win by Don Bosco. So. Yeah, when you get when you get around some of these some of the alumnus and some of the ex coaches players who played in these games, the, the stories are remarkable. And and you know, this is only my third year at Bosco, so I, I've heard a bunch, but th- there's so many of them out there. It's, it's really cool to be a part of it. So, coach, you mentioned it a little bit, but um, if you could talk a little bit about your fan base, the community, you know the alumni support that you guys get at Bosco. You know, we always hear, like, you guys go to, like, a Bosco-Bergen game or a Joe's game, and you're looking like they got, like, the crazies and the fans and, like, the student sections. Can you talk a little bit about, like, of what they mean to you guys? Like, you walk on a field, and it's like, especially when you're home, and now someone's got to come to Bosco and deal with that also. Besides not just, you know, your team, they got to deal with, like, what's in the stands, too, and stuff like that. Yeah, it's 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 special. I mean, I can tell you just this week walking around campus, the kids are are, are rallying um, outside or around the Mother Mary statue in between class periods, doing chants. The whole the whole student body is fired up. That's awesome. I, I think I think uh, you know just talking to some of them in the hallways and stuff. If if they're if they're not going away for the holiday, I, it's going to be close to a hundred percent attendance. I think of the student body who will be at the game on Saturday, but. It's they bring such a our, our players feed off those, them so much, and uh, they're they're a big part of everything that we do, and uh, the, the same thing with the alumni. I mean, guys love coming back and being a part of it, and and you know, just what it represents, and it's it's uh, 
you know, it's it's bragging rights for a whole year, right? When you go into the off season until yeah. you play again. So <laughs> you, you definitely want to get it. All right, coach. We like to end with a little segment we call rapid fire. So we're gonna throw some more fast paced questions at you to end. Okay. <laughs> All right. So we're big pizza people. I am. I mean, <laughs> I'm a big pizza guy. So. You know, we're going to go with, with your past a little. We'll go Bogota, we'll go Paramus, and we'll go Ramsey. Can you give me one pizza place per town in those three that we should definitely check out? Wow. Okay. That's a, that's a good one. <laughs> so so uh, let's let's start my hometown, Bogota. It used to always be Master Pizza on River Road. You know, I don't even know if they're there anymore, but River Road down by the driving range, if you're familiar with it, it used to be Master Pizza down there. And Angelo's up on Queen Anne Road's a, a good option as well. Um, in in Paramus, uh, we we like. Um, geez, I can't even. Uh, I, what's the what's the name of the one that we go to in Paramus on Route 17? Um, that one's slipping my head, but Ramsey's definitely. Uh, you know, Ramsey's got a couple of good ones. We go to um, Nelly's. Uh, I, what's what's the thin crust one right around the corner from the school? Why can't I think of it? The one with the K. Right? Is that the one Coach Bear was saying? Yeah, Kinchley's. 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 Yeah. Kinchley's right around the corner is is great. Um, so those would be my top choices. Nice. We're gonna. Sh- my question. I'm gonna shift to dessert. What Thanksgiving dessert are you looking forward to on Thursday? Uh, we get these, uh, I, I get these lobster rolls from, uh, my buddy goes to the bakery down in, down in Ridgefield. What's the name of the bakery down there? <laughs> oh, it's late. I got, I got X's and O's on the bakery. <laughs> I said, these are often the harder questions. <laughs> Coach, I got a question. Um, you guys obviously are playing in MetLife, but if you had your choice and I don't want to say at Bergen, because they're the one seat. Th- 6 a.m. for the lobster rolls at, at the bakery. At the bakery. There it is. We got something that saw Jim Loy saying Rispoli's. Rispoli's, that's it. He's there you go. It. So my question is, if you could have a state, you know, this this state final, would you rather, if you could have it at Bosco or at MetLife, and it's your choice, where would you, where would you play it? You know, the kids love playing in MetLife. Um, I think this game, Bosco or Bergen would have a tough time holding the, the amount of people that might show up to this one so i don't know if, if we could even make it happen but but playing in granite stadium the home field advantage is is special too so that to me that's a win-win we'll take the other one okay all right coach which one do you prefer nike under armor or adidas nike all right okay <laughs> and coach my last one your favorite nfl football team new york giants so we just had Coach from Jefferson. Uh, last night was not a good night. And what Jen asked, do you think that um, Coach Garrett was the fall guy? Uh, listen, it's never it's never just one guy. Uh, you know, I do think that Coach Judge is, doing, is, is the guy to turn it around. I think he's got it moving in the right direction. We got to be a little patient and and, it, and let it let him continue to do what he's got to do. But we got the right guy for the job. And coach, my last one for you in rapid fire is: Who was your biggest coaching influence on you? Uh, you, you know, I've had a couple. Um, I've had a couple. I, I played for a great basketball coach and at Pagoda, Coach Jay Mahoney, who's still there, going on forty plus years, and and influenced me a lot. 
and still does. I learned a lot playing for him. And uh, I, I credit him for so many things that he taught me over the years. Uh, Dr. John Taylor from Irvington saying, Coach, tell my old friend Burleson I said hello. Grew up with him in Seattle through middle school. He's an amazing person, and your kids are lucky to have him. Yeah, uh, he's right about that. <laughs> Coach, thank you so much for uh, joining us tonight. We really appreciate you taking the time. And, of course, best of luck to you this weekend. Uh, this was a lot of fun. Good luck with the show, and, and thanks a lot for having me. No thank problem. You. Good luck, Coach. Thank you so much. And happy night, Thanksgiving. Uh, happy Thanksgiving, Coach. Happy Thanksgiving. Bye, now. All right. Good night. Coach Sabella from, from Don, Don Bosco. Bosco yeah. And um, I think you guys know which way I'm going to be leaning in well, that game. We'll I, I, we're going to we'll find, find out, out in a couple soon. of seconds. Yep, yep, we'll so uh, Mr. Beelan is ready to come he in. Is. We're going to get right rolling to our picks. A, a smaller slate this yeah, week. Yeah, smaller slate. We'll, games are narrowing down. <laughs> we'll break it down. But uh, hey, some extras, bonus Thanksgiving picks in there. There's Mr. Beelan. There's Mr. B. Oh, dress for the occasion. Whoa. He might have a snappiest dresser award. Look at this. Look at this. <laughs> This is for um, for Coach Sis tonight. Oh, nice. <laughs> nice. Love so uh, I want to thank Mr. Beelan because Jenny Hoops was out of commission for a couple of days at the land. You know, until Beelan was going to come early. Much appreciated. I mean, if we heard Windows 95, him and you know, he would have been going nuts with Lou. <laughs> that would have been great. But uh, it was great. But um, let's let's go over this. How did the, how did the standings roll last week? So last week we had a total of 14 games. Um, we actually had a three-way tie for, I guess, third place. It was uh, Mr. Beelan, Mr. Kirkpatrick, and our guest picker all went eight and six. And then you and I tied at 11 and three, which brings our current standings to our guest picker at 144 and 93 in fifth place, Kenny, 152 and 85, John at 159 and 78. I'm in second at 166 and 71, and Kurt's still clinging to that one game lead at 167 and 70. It's a lot of games. Mr. Beelan, <laughs> Mr. Beelan, Coach Sis is saying you're looking good, buddy. And That's Kenny's saying, well, it's about time Kurt invited you on the show. You're always invited on the show. That's, that's, that's a dagger. Throw in some shade. So let, let's do this. We have we have a, a couple of minutes. Real quick, last week, Beelan, um, sectional championships did anybody what surprised you or what like you know what what stood out what stood out to you last week in the high school with, with you know with the uh results um what stood out um one of the games honestly was probably the the clifton game um i know we we spoke about that for a, a couple of a couple of times multiple weeks in a row yep. um but that game definitely um surprised me and probably the other one um was i don't want to say it was surprised because i know they're super tough but coach was on today from cedar grove um Over against Mountain Mountain Lakes. Lakes. yeah um but it, man, cedar grove you know me i've been picking cedar grove like all year like these guys these kids are tough in yep. that area man they they're tough all, all the all those schools west essex um you know um Cedar Grove, you know, all, all, all that whole little area. It's tough kids. They, they know how to ball. Kenny, so. uh, Kenny saying Jefferson winning big surprised me over Rutherford. Mm, true, too. Yeah. And Rutherford yeah. and Rutherford jumped on them early, 7 nothing right. first drive. Right. So, right. 
right, so here's what we got tonight. We got, you know, I, I did the board. I always give, you know, I always bring them home to you and I give them to Kenny and uh, give them to Kenny and uh, and Balin. And I looked at the board. I said, there's six games. Like, <laughs> something's going on. Then I was like, oh, we got a couple of Thanksgiving games. So we're going to do the Thanksgiving, the Thanksgiving games first. We'll start with it, Jen. You want to do this? Yeah. You'll do the yeah, honors? I will. I will. Um, where? I'm looking... Oh, all right, got it. I was having trouble there for a second. I'm sorry. So we have for our first slated Thanksgiving game, we have seven and four East Side at O and nine. Um, that's Patterson Kennedy, right? Correct. Yes. By the way, our <coughs> guest picker tonight was Joey Clams. So he gave us picks. his yep, picks. I will read his. So, Mr. Beelan, I'm going to treat you like the guest picker, though. You'll be able to go first on all these, all right? You can uh, give yours first. I I'm used to reading yours. This is the first time I'm not going to be reading your picks. Yeah. <laughs> So go ahead. Who do you have in that one? Which uh, the East Side East Kennedy? Yeah. Mm. Uh, I'm gonna go. I, man, you see, I'm, I'm so I'm so debatable right now because I'm, I'm like what seven games out right now from you guys. I yeah, think it is. I think right? so. Um, so you know what? Just for giggles, um, I'm gonna take Kennedy. I'm gonna get their first win of the season. It's gonna be a Turkey Bowl. I, I need to catch up some games. I got to get some underdogs here. <laughs> got, it. got it. All right. I am picking. Um, I'm all over the board here. I got so many papers today. Uh, East side. Okay. Kenny is picking East side by a score of 35 to six. And you know what, John? You're not alone. Joey Clams is picking Kennedy as well. <laughs> you know what? You know what, Bean? I'm going to be honest. And and we're big Clifton guys. I mean, with Coach Sinq and um, Jared Dano, the defensive core, uh, offensive coordinator. Um, of course, Coach Coyne, their defensive coordinator. But, you know, you feel for a team like Eastside because, I mean, they're up 18 nothing going into halftime. They dominate that game in the first half. And you're, you know, you're probably one play away from winning the sectional championship. Now you got to come back. You got to practice four days. You know, yep. where's their, there's meant their mental state. But I think, you know what, uh, Coach Magazine over there, I, I'm going to go with them. I'm going to take them. Um, but I, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if this is a closer game than people think it's a right, rivalry. Right. So I'm going to go East side. All right. Our next game is six and three, 10 fly at eight and one Dumont. I'm going with the other dog again. I'm going to go take 10 fly over Dumont. I know Dumont's been super tough this year. Um, but I need some underdog picks right now. So I'm going with 10 fly. Well, you will be happy to know that you and Joey clams are on the same page again. <laughs> I love it. That's good or well, bad. <laughs> All right. Uh, Kenny is picking Dumont by a score of 35 to 14. I'm going to go Dumont as well. Yeah, I'm going to go with you guys. I think it'll be, again, uh, it's a rivalry game, so obviously it's going to matter. But uh, I just think Dumont, what are they, 8 and 1, right? I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah, 8 and 1. Tenafly is a good team, too, but I, I think Dumont will take a close one, so I will go Dumont also. All right. Our next Thanksgiving game is eleven and zero East Orange at zero and nine Barringer. Yeah, I would love to take the underdog in this one, Barringer. <laughs> but out of of the un unwin teams, um, I'm going to go with Kennedy. But I'm taking East Orange this week. All right. Well, you and Joey Clams are on that again. <laughs> I don't think you're going to be alone on this one. Kenny's got East Orange by a score of twenty eight to seven. Um, wow. I have East Orange as well. Yeah, just, I'm going East Orange too. I mean, like you said, though, you just you got to get through the game because again, then they're playing. They'll be playing um, what in two weeks at Rutgers, so hopefully no injuries. 
get the win, and then you go for your perfect season. But yeah, I'm gonna come with like you guys. I gotta go East Orange. All right. The um, last Thanksgiving game that we have on the board is two and seven Teaneck at three and six Hackensack. Yeah, I'm going with the um, right off I-95. I'm going with T-Neck over there. <coughs> Neck boys. Balin's either going to be right with us or he's going to be underneath <laughs> Joey Clams. Yep. All right, Joey Clams is picking Hack and Sack. He's going with the Comets, it says. Uh, Kenny is picking Hack and Sack by a score of 27 to 20. I'm going to go with Hackensack. I really want to see our friend Curtis, who we had on the show, go out with a win. Yep, I'm with you, too. I think he runs wild in this game, and I'm going to go Hackensack with you guys, too. All right. All right, now we get to the playoff games. The big the playoff, we're going to call them. What are they, Jen? The group championships, we're calling call them? They call them the uh, regional, the group group regionals, they're calling them. Yeah. So All right, so right out of the gate, we're going to start with the first one. So our um, group one, north group one region is number one, Park Ridge, against number two, Cedar Grove. So I know I just had my statement. I feel bad saying this because I'm contradicting myself. But <laughs> I've been rolling. You do that with, a lot, Bailey. You do that a lot. I've been I've been rolling with my Park Ridge boys all year long. So I, I'm, I'm going to stick with them for the last, the last week right here. And um, I'm taking Park Ridge. And a close one, really close. All right, Joey Clams is taking Park Ridge as well. He says he knows the uh, he knows the AD Chris Brown there at uh, at Park Ridge. Kenny is taking uh, Cedar Grove by a score of thirty four to twenty four, saying Cedar Grove rolls to the championship. I'm gonna go with Cedar Grove as well. I this was a tough one to. I mean, none of them were easy to pick, but right. I just uh, I kept going back and forth on this one. But I'm gonna go with Cedar Grove. You know what? And it's hard to go against the NJIC. Uh, sis, uh, Coach just is saying nice, but I agree with you. You know, we've been on, and I picked Cedar, I think we both picked Cedar Grove in our original predictions for the group yeah. one. But, um, Bealing, I'm telling you, you got to watch them. They run, they're like a fast paced offense. They go no huddle, they sling it around. Mm -hmm. They could run the ball, Cedar Grove. But you know what? Hey, two playoff games, seven points, seven points. Um, Dr. John saying Cedar Grove runs elements of Windows 95. Who can't be a fan? See, I, no, no, no. See, I, I will say this. Elements is not the whole thing. Like, you can take bits, and, but he it went up from Windows 80, 95. That's at least, that's at least, I'd say, oh, what, funny. Windows 7. You know what I'm saying? So that's at least Windows 7. But yeah. no, I'm, with, I'm going Cedar Grove. I just think, like, being listed, those kids are tough. And um, I like him a little more, but hey, Park Ridge is a great team. Yeah, but to, I'm to, go to, be to, to be honest with you, besides the Bosco Bergen game, like you know, everyone's gonna see this Park Ridge Cedar Grove game is probably uh, the best game. Oh, it's gonna season. be it's gonna be fantastic. Yeah. All right. Our next one is the uh, Group Two Regional for the North. We have uh, number two Caldwell versus number six Jefferson. So I, listen, you had coach on tonight. I'm, coach is going to have, a, like I said, they're going to have future studs in the Casiglios. He knows them. Um, these kids are going to be special in the future. And I, I'm, I'm taking Jefferson an upset. They had the upset last week. They're going to go upset this week too. Nice, nice. Joey Clams, uh, you and Joey Clams have officially separated. <laughs> <laughs> That's it? The love affair's over? Uh, he's picking Caldwell. 
We have Kenny picking. Oh, he's with you, Belen. Kenny's going Jefferson. He's saying he's going to pull off the major upset as well. All right. I just... Uh, Look at, Ken, look at Kurt thinking. <laughs> is he going to jump ship? Is he going to jump ship on his boys that he's uh, had all year? Um, I just think, Kenny's uh, saying, let's go, Beelan Jefferson. <laughs> I just think Caldwell's going to, you know, undefeated season the whole way through. I, You know, it's again, it's going to be tough. Jeff, We're talking about peaking at the right time. And, you know, mm-hmm. Jefferson isn't just, you know, winning these games. They're winning them right. convincingly. You when, know? when you're hot, you, yeah. you roll the hot teams. It's true. Very true. But I, I'm going to stick with Caldwell. Talking about that, you got Kenny going, oh, yeah, since he's <laughs> in the top four. And, oh. and, and hey, 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 listen. And the other thing, too, with this game is Jefferson, it's going to be cold, too. And Jefferson is, they're, they're farther than me. They know how to play in the cold. Very so, true. Very Dr. True. John saying, whoa, mashed potato sides gets the vote of confidence from Beelin. <laughs> you know what? See, see, here's the difference. Beelin just said it before. I'm, you know, he contradicted himself. I'm not contra- I said all along, along, it was Caldwell Ramsey, right? I'm going to tell you this, though. Jefferson's going in. Jefferson's not going to be, they're not going to look at him. We're 11 and all. They're not going to care. Right. I mean, because they just right. went through the gauntlet right. to get here. But I agree with you. I just think Caldwell, that defense is just so special. And you have that that special defense, you know, whether MetLife, I don't know. I think close, but I'm going to take Caldwell. But again, wouldn't be stunned if Jefferson pulls it. Right, exactly. But I'm going to go Caldwell exactly. for the pick. All right, moving on to the Group 3 regional final for the North. Pitt's number one, Cranford, versus number one from their section, West Morris. So, Cranf- Cranford beat me last week. Uh, they played Sparta last week, I think, right? Um, I believe they did. I don't remember. Yeah, I believe they, they did. They, they played Sparta last week. They beat up Sparta. Um, yeah, I'm going to um, – you know what? We're going with the West Morris boys right now. I'm coming out guns blazing this week. I'm picking all the underdogs this week. <laughs> well, you and Joey Clams have reunited. He's picking West Morris as well, Joey Clams. Kenny has uh, Cranford by a score of 28 to 21. He says – So Kenny's going, I'm sorry. Cranford. Okay. What I hear Cranford uh, wears down West Mars late is his prediction. I picked Cranford to win this game from the onset, so I'm sticking with them. Yeah, and you know what? I'm with you. You know, we had uh, Coach Kip Finley, a good friend of mine, basically said, listen to this now, Beelan. And we're talking, you know, we had Coach Sabella on. We talked about St. Peter's, Bosco, Joe's, and Bergen, all that. And he said on the Friday night show that – Cranford has one of the biggest offensive lines around. Wow. So I, I, they had, I think they had it in the paper. I think they were talking about not the paper, but uh, the online thing. They were saying they had like the top like ten um, offensive uh, linemen, and and like their average was like you know six three like th- two ninety or something like that. Yeah. So like, he did. He did ridiculous. say he said it was one of the biggest ones he saw in, for a public school like that in Group Three. Hey, we're yeah. gonna they're gonna run the ball in MetLife, and I'm telling you, they we watched them versus Pascac Valley, and I picked that upset, and they I mean they just like woodshed it. It was like forty nine seven or something like that. Then they did it again last week, so I'm I'm going I'm on the Cranford bandwagon. <laughs> All right, then we go to our um, two non public. Dr. John saying we scrimmage Cranford in August. Their O-line is legit. Nice. All right. The first non-public is non-public B. We got uh, number one DePaul against number two Red Bank Catholic. I'm going uh, Coach Campanella. 
DePaul, baby. Let's go. Joey Clams has DePaul. Kenny's picking DePaul by a score of 21-14. Says uh, DePaul defense comes up big. Uh, you know, we've been talking about this, you know, since the state tournament began, how they're exposure all year long to those non-public A schools is really helping yep. in this bracket. So I picked them from the beginning. I'm sticking with them as well, DePaul. Yeah, I picked them too. And I'm not going to lie, though. This uh, this game was like two weeks ago. It would be like, okay, no matter what, it's going to be DePaul. Maybe I would put him with St. Joe's or Hamilton. But you know what? Especially with that story with the quarterback. His yeah. mom, unfortunately, yeah. passed away. comes back. He scores six touchdowns. And, and, and I, forgot, I was talking to somebody the other day and... um. Might have been like my friend Lou, and he was just and he's just like Red Bank's gonna win. Like so, I don't know. I was like, should I change it? But I'm not. I'm gonna stay with the Paul, Coach Campanelli, Coach Bertola. Hope those hope those guys get it. And they're like you said, their defense is again one of the best in the state. I mean, you shut out St. Joe's of Montvale. You know, I mean that's you're pretty damn good, and you're playing like you're saying you're playing up. Right. So I'll right. go to Paul too. All right. Mr. Beelan, I feel like this is the game we've been waiting for to see what uh, Kurt. Are, are we? Can we? Can we skip this one and go to the other one and come back to this last? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah we can do that. that. Yeah, 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 of course. All right. So the other game we're gonna pick is uh, the Ramapo Northern Highlands game. So this is actually the North One Group One sectional final that got postponed, and then they Irvington awaits this winner for the um, Group Four regional final. So this is that sectional final that got postponed. So we have. Um, number two Ramapo at number one Northern Highlands. Yeah, I, I listen. Uh, crazy stuff would happen with Coach Gibbs uh, with Ramapo. Uh, those kids are, you know, it, it's gonna be a hit or miss with those kids. Either they're gonna be super hyped up with super adrenaline, or they're gonna have that whole, you know, Coach Gibbs thing in the back of their head type of, you know, trying to win it. And sometimes, you know, sometimes you, you push yourself a little bit too much. So if the kids get their heads on, you know, straight and they're and they're focused and they got their blinders on, Rainbow could definitely pull this out. Um, but I'm gonna take Northern Highlands in this one. All right. <clears throat> Excuse me. We got Joey Clams taking Ramapo. By the way, Coach, this is given the prayers. Oh, nice. Uh, we have uh, Coach Gibbs. Kenny give, uh, picking Ramapo, Ramapo by a score of 35-27. Ramapo makes Coach Gibbs smile from above. Very nice, mm -hmm. Kenny. I am going to pick Ramapo as well. How about you? Listen, I just saw uh, an article I read uh, on North Jersey, and um, uh, Coach Gibbs' son, who's on the staff, basically said, like, Coach Gibbs is the head coach this week, and he's going for whatever 188th or whatever the win is but he said like he's the head coach in this game not the mm -hmm. son i mean you know coach gibbs and um listen i i mean i'm just gonna say this that you know coaching up there with this with these kids and you know the work ethic and you know back in 2001 and coach sis can say you know we would we would be out of practice our practice would end at six o'clock we'd still be doing film we come back at eight o'clock the kids are back up there throwing pass routes like they just they don't want to be denied you know and um 184 mark breslin saying um it would be 100 going for 184 for coach gibbs and you know what it's just like you said Bealen, like these kids oh, i mean wow. i just i don't know like you know like you're saying that emotion they're gonna go on that field they're not gonna mm -hmm. have you know coach gibbs on that field but coach gibbs will be with those kids from above and uh you know you got coach O, coach breslin um, little Gibbs, Coach Anzano, Coach uh, Esposito, um, 
you know, th those are Ramapo kids that, that played under Coach Gibbs. And I'm going to say that, you know, those kids are not going to get denied on Friday night. Uh, you know, they're just, they're, they're not. And, you know, Northern Highlands is good. I mean, don't get me wrong. They're good. But, I mean, I would say under any circumstance, I would still take Ramapo. But this circumstance, I mean, that place is going to be rocking the emotions in that game. Mm. And Ramapo is going to get it done. Ramapo will get that done. All right. And our last. One more. We got a comment, oh. big comment coming in. I just want to make sure. Coach Dr. John, NJSIA called and asked us, Middletown, South, and Northern Highlands, we would be willing to postpone the regional title game. It had to be agreed upon by all teams because it de right, de deviated. deviated from the playoff calendar. We all agree with no issues. We lost the chance to play at MetLife, but there are bigger things where Coach gives. Uh, Nikki Guts, too. Yes, Coach Guts, the uh, Coach Gattuso, the O-line coach there. Sorry about that, sis. But you know what? And, and I said this Friday night when we did the show with Kenny. You know, Middletown South, Irvington, Northern Highlands, you know, hey, hats off to what you guys That's did. Because Coach John's saying, you know, hey, Dr. John's saying, they didn't have to do it. You know, and you know what? Those kids yeah. did give up that right to play, play at MetLife. Yeah. So, you know, all the credit in the world to those three 100%. programs yeah. um, for doing that and doing the right thing. And he's saying the regional title game will be next week at Rutgers instead. So uh, hats off to yeah. them and uh, an unbelievable job. But I'm going Ramapo. You, you know, you know, I would love for them to see the do if, if anyone's listening or if they pass it through, but make Coach Gibbs the captain for the game. Oh, nice. Yeah. That would be, uh, yeah. That'd be dope. All right. And our last, our last game, Bielan, you asked us to have it as like our finale is the non public A sectional final matchup between number one Bergen Catholic and number six Don Bosco. Coach Sabella, who we just had on this evening. So, Mr. Beelan, who do you have in this one? I'm going straight BC. That's it. <laughs> That's right. it. Joey Clams. He's saying BC won last time. They're going to do it Do it again. Joey Clams is picking Bergen Catholic. Look at, uh, look at Kurt. Kenny is going with a little bit of an upset. He's picking Bosco. He says Bosco with a late field goal will pull off the upset. So, Kenny's got Bosco. You know, we've had the, the not a debate, but you've said there won't be an undefeated team for that conference. I said there would be. It would be Bergen Catholic, so I'm going to stick to my guns, and I'm picking Bergen Catholic. I wish Cosabella nothing but the best of luck, of course. I think it's going to be a great game. Bielan, what, what have I said all along, all year? What have I said? She just said it. What did I say? Nobody will be what? Nobody will be undefeated. Nobody will be undefeated. What do I also say on all kinds of all kinds of levels? High school, college pros. What wins championships? Defense. Yeah, it's defense. And, <laughs> and what else? Offensively. Run, Run game. I'm telling you right now. They're lining up on Saturday. And it they're going to say, power here, power there. ISO blast here. Maybe a little play action. Bink, bink, bink. But Bosco is the most physical team right now in North Jersey. You're going into the metal. And listen, not that Bergen's not physical. They are. But I think sometimes my Bergen just gets a little with the, you know, we're going to play where Bosco's going to come right out. And I'm telling you, Kenny, I don't agree with a lot of stuff you've been saying lately. But <laughs> but I'm with you, Mr. Kirkpatrick. Don Bosco is winning this state title in this Meadowlands. Low scoring. They got a freshman kicker. But I'm telling you, they're leaning on that O-line, Beelan. And they're going to run it and run it and run it and play defense. 
capitalize on a turnover. I kept my word. I'm going Bosco. Um, Kenny's saying, exactly, Kurt. Keep the BC offense off the field. Real quick, Kurt, because Kenny's yelling at me. Are you forgetting Maryland again? We're not forgetting Maryland. <laughs> I want to talk real quick. It's Huntingtown against... Miller. I want to make sure I get it correct. Uh, Milford Mill Academy. Right. So ten and one. The I think Huntingtown's nine and one. Huntingtown's ten and one. Oh, and eleven Milford and one. Right. 11 okay. And so one. here's what we're gonna do. I don't want. I'm not gonna put it on the official pick because I didn't do the logo. Um. By the way, uh, Mark Breslin saying saw Sabella play with a torn ACL at Pagoda was still the best player on the field. His kids will be prepared. <laughs> Oh, very nice. Look at Beelin. Look at Be Beelin just got the shakes after that comment. Hey. I don't think so. Coach Bell is not the one on the field. <laughs> He's game planning it though, baby. Mm -hmm. Um, but, by the way, have, have we have we uh, has it been um, notified if the games are going to be live streamed from like NJ.com? I uh, I believe I I want to say they are. Um, but I will double check with you on that because we are the streaming kings. Dr. John saying, if I'm doing the math right, Jen can take the lead over with their differences in the picks. I seen hashtag team Jen shirts going on sale soon. Well, what other game did we switch? I think I think I can tie him. I think we, the only difference we have the is the Bosco one. So it, that's going to be a determining factor. You know what it might come down to? Whoever Maybe. wins versus Irvington. That might, be, that might be the deciding game. That would be great. Ramapower so Highlands against Irvington. That might be the deciding game for everything. Oh, my God. That's awesome. That would be so perfect. Oh, but I like it. Too funny. But uh, we'll find that out, Beelin. But um, let me ask you this real quick. Because Beelin said, Beelin obviously said Bosco Prep, uh, Bosco Bergen. Then he said... Cedar Grove, Park Ridge. What about you? You're two. My, honestly, mine's Ramapo Northern Highlands. I just want to see that atmosphere. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Dr. John says I'm not watching the show next week. <laughs> I want to see that atmosphere. It's, I'm telling you, it's just going to be electric in there. Electric, the emotions. So that's my first one. And then um, I'm going to go, obviously, Bergen. But I, I agree with Beelins on those two. How about you? You know what? We were talking about this a little bit over over dinner. Yes, because that's what our dinner conversations are. But uh, I couldn't pick one that like wasn't going to be good. You know, like there there isn't. They're all gonna be good. They're games. all gonna be good. You know, I guess uh, I'm a little partial, having grown up in the West Essex area, to the Cedar Grove and the Caldwell games. You know, I want to I want to see those as I picked them. You know, I think they're both great teams, but also being you know growing up in the area. But of but again. Like you said, the emotions of the Ramapo game, the just the the stage of the Bergen Catholic Don Bosco, you know, not to take anything away from the other two games, but I think they're all going to be good. Now I have uh, two more quick things. By the way, Kenny's saying do your homework on Huntingtown, Curry. You may need them in the pick. <laughs> so let you know what we're not going to do it. This isn't for the record, but Huntingtown versus that team. Who do you got? You know what, Huntingtown's been our team all year. Yeah, you know, all I, year. I, yeah, yeah, so I'm going to go There's with them no too. No way, I'm not, not going to pick. Them. And Penny's yeah. going to pick them. Now, one more thing, and uh, Beelan, I'll start with you, because, again, I read this the other day, that they considered, and I don't know if Dr. John might be able to fill us in more, but I saw a report that they considered putting that Ramapo Northern Highlands sectional final at MetLife, but then it would have bumped a, se a legit sectional, I mean, a legit yeah. group championship, so they decided not to do it. But do you think they should have, Beelan? I don't think they should have disrupted what, what was happening. Um, they easily could have 
put those that game in. I mean, where's the game happening? It's, Northern Highlands. It's happening in Northern Highlands. Yeah. I mean, they 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 probably could have done it somewhere else. They they probably could have done it. You know, if Rutgers was open, they could have done it maybe at like Seton Hall. You know, or you know, some some like big school. They probably could have done it at. Um, but I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I don't think they should have disrupt. Um, you know, they, they, I'm not gonna say they disrupt. You know what happened, pushing it back the following week. But then, then, you, then you're also gonna like, you know, put it in between games and stuff like that. And you know, you don't want to get into trouble with the times and and you know the you know everything else too. Because I'm sure there's there's a lot of rules and regulations too when it comes to a lot of things with that. Um, you know, at the stadium. So, um, yeah, I I, I don't know. I, yeah, yes, but no. I, I think they should they should just put it maybe on a bigger field somewhere. You know? What about you? You know what? I think the uh, sentiment is in the right place with that. Yeah. Um, I just don't think you already had a lot of moving parts that had to kind of agree to even get it moved. Um, you know, and here's Irvington giving up the right to play there. And now, right. he's, you know, a, a team that's going to lose in the sectional final is going to play there. And Northern Highlands would be giving up their home field advantage. As much as they might like to play in MetLife, you know, there's just there's so many things to contend. So I think the sentiment is is nice. Um, but I, I agree with John. I think keeping it as is for sectional finals for this was, was probably the right way to go. And I agree exactly what Kenny's saying. No, I think Highland should be playing home into the, I guess... The finals also like every other team. I agree with them. That you know, that's your home game. Right. It should be there. Right. And Dr. John say is saying, Yep, there was talk of that. Had to do with the rental fees for MetLife. The game would have had to be earlier than the first or game like eight PM or nine PM start getting into like cost for vendor security, et cetera, really cost prohibitive. So um I, I listen, I just I just think that's just it, it's it's it, the the emotion in that stadium Friday night is just going to be off the charts. Well, I mean, what we heard there's already seven thousand tickets. There's tons. Sold, I, mean, right? tons so, I mean, tons of that, tickets. I can't even imagine that area with seven thousand fans. Yeah, it, I mean, listen, I, I I think they're gonna allow them to be there early for tailgating. Um, you know, and what's the earliest game? One o'clock, right? So they're oh no. Yeah, well, yeah, one o'clock. But remember, Ramapo, that that game's by itself. That game's going to be at Northern Highlands, so they're not in MetLife. So. No, but, no, no. So, but Friday, Friday one is o'clock. one o'clock and four o'clock, and then seven. One four o'clock? and seven. Yeah, Park Ridge and Cedar Grove. Then I believe it goes to, um, is it the Cranford West Morris, and then the the Paul Red Bank Catholic is the night game at MetLife. Yeah, and then and then Saturday they started at eleven. So yeah. you, you're you're probably you're probably gonna have that that place should open three. You're gonna have people there at like seven o'clock. You yeah. know, for those games. So, you know, I think it's gonna be great. It's gonna be super exciting, and and you know, and people underestimate high school sports and yeah. and just football in general. Man, it, it's it's electrifying. You know, it's people down south know it way better than we do because that's what they do all the time and and you know more and more people just understand it and get people more out like everyone says like the best thing is when people come out and show you know to show their faces at the games you know so i think there's gonna be a lot of people at these games this weekend all right final thoughts jenny uh hoops thank you by the way for fighting through the uh, laryngitis (laughs) you're getting a little better yeah, this is uh, this is actually a huge, huge improvement. But uh, I don't know. You know, like we said, there's honestly there's really nothing left to say. I think we said it all. 
Um, just best of luck to all the teams that are still alive. Um, a huge thank you to the coaches. Yep. You know, we always thank our coaches for coming on, and it, they're always busy. But you know what? Like these guys got a big, they're possibly their yeah, biggest oh yeah. game coming up, and for them to right. take they the probably time haven't away. been home. They're probably not right, even dinner. Right. You're you doing know, exactly. film. It's still it's only Tuesday. You know, exactly. you're still game planning. And uh, you know, they just it just also shows. Um, how much? Because they want to give their programs and their kids the notoriety, and it just again speaks volumes about you know what how much they go above and beyond yeah. for their teams and their programs. So best of luck to everybody. One more comment for Dr. John. I lived in North Carolina for seven years. College football is crazy, <laughs> but it has nothing on the passion for high school football in New Jersey. Nice. So, nice. hey, coach, coach, uh, coach uh, Taylor. Um, I'm drawing a blank real quick. Um, yeah, Coach Taylor. Um, we need our shirts. <laughs> Think it, well, champions gear, champion gear is getting made. John, championships getting made. Well, you know what Jen? You know what Jen said to me. Jen says to me the other day. She goes, you know, about gear, about championship gear, whatever. And then she says to me, "Why aren't you wearing your wedding ring?" And then you know what I said. I gotta keep it bare because I'm getting my Irvington one coming soon. So I, I gotta keep my finger fresh. Yeah, they next ne next year when when or maybe even this year we want the next thing with caught with um wrestling or track or basketball and baseball coming in we we definitely got to reach out and get some uh some swag from teams so we can you know sponsor them yeah. and get them a little stuff going up and stuff like that so um, Dr. John just said ordered this morning. I don't know if he's talking about your shirts or my ring that's coming in. <laughs> <laughs> and my last thing, think about this. I'm I just turned 47. You're what? 46. So that's what? 93. Beelan, how old are you? 36. 36. So what is it? What, 90? Uh, well, me and you together are what? 93. Oh, here's... Add 90. Beelan. 93 plus 36? Yeah. 129. We're almost all three of us together for... for it was almost their sectional title. Championship, yeah. Championship. So how many years? <laughs> John, Dr. John saying, ah, Jen, that made my day. <laughs> So that's what I'm doing. I'm gonna I'm gonna hold off because I don't want to pierce anything. Because when I have to get measured for, I want to make sure it's it's not swollen or anything. Oh so, my gosh! You know, that's never, that. Never stops. All right, Beelan, thank you, sir. Good luck to everybody. And um, it's it's just gonna one thing I'm gonna say is this is gonna be funny. This pick this pick competition might come down to the Irvington yeah, it game. Might, it, it might. It might come down could. to that Irvington it game. Could. Ring guy is coming tomorrow at 1030. <laughs> I'll send, fax me over. Is it Jocelyn's? Is it, was it Jocelyn's? <laughs> fax, I'll fax over my size and uh, that's it. Oh God. John, thank you for uh, popping in and, and thank you for dressing so nice. Yeah, you look sharp, Beelan. You look sharp. This is, this is courtesy of uh, Coach Sis who told me uh, Kurt would love this look. You, you do. <laughs> Uh, and he's saying Beelan's only a pup. So that's what Coach Sis is saying. Hey. Too funny. All right, guys. We'll see everybody on Friday for our uh, recap. recap show. Thank Have you a good for night. watching.